Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? What's up? What's up? You're tuned into another episode of Young and Righteous Radio. That's a radio show that sheds God's light on relevant topics from a younger generation, the millennial perspective. It's your boy, Evan Terrence. I'm CXD. It's your boy, the JMC. <laughs> it's Lauren Melissa. And it's Leia. And you're tuned into a new episode of Why Not? What's up, y'all? Oh. Shout out to the Facebook watchers I'm and so viewers. Proud of us. That's the second week in a row we got that order right. Wait, yeah. with no struggle. No struggle. I think we've worked out the little situation here, right? From That's all we left do, to right. Man. How y'all been feeling lately? Y'all good? Yeah. Busy, 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 busy. Old. Y'all saw that song. Did y'all see my story today? I posted Jonathan McReynolds maintain. Yes. That's my. That's how. You trying to maintain? I feel you. So, Lauren, you just turned 30, right? I did. Woo! Shout out to Lauren. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't post Taylor Woman's page, my man. Living so your life like a skull That's so bad. I did see Jill. Oh. How was that? She was awesome. Did she Doesn't do the microphone? She do, like, she no phones? Don't she do, like, no phones? She didn't do the no phone thing. Oh, um, she post. She, she did really good. I didn't post anything, honestly, from my birthday. I didn't post anything on Instagram. I tried to live in the moment for the most part. Um, and most people were a little upset. Like, we wanted to see what you was doing. So, only thing I reposted was all the birthday shout-outs. So. Let's give a quick question from San Bernardino. Yeah, California. shout out to Ricky Henry from San Bernardino, California. Oh, yeah, Ricky. Shout out to a uh, friend of Joy Chandler. That's like family. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, shout out to Joy. Shout out to who above Alea Lachey. That's my, <laughs> my little sister. No, I do want to shout out Ivana. She's one of uh, Grand Rapids' finest entrepreneurs of skincare products. I went to Spring GR with her. Mm. So, right. it's good to see you on. Ivana, I don't know if you can see on the screen, but I have a black <laughs> like shadow on my forehead. You got something that can fix that. I don't know what it is. When I rub it, it comes off. Dirt. No, I it is. I, I put that pure castle. What's that pure castle? So. I've been putting sure. that on there too and just yaggy 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 just going and it's just uh, yeah. you guys I watched the NAACP Image Awards how was that was it any I good? didn't watch it I didn't know they had them <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well since we always like boola 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 Oscars Oscars Grammys Grammys you can't get managed and watch your own people's stuff so this year uh, I think NAACP Image skipped uh, um, skip last year I think because of uh, money issues <laughs> Shout out to Eric Money issues But this year They were streaming On about 12 different channels Including Country Music mm. Channel mm, um, Really? BET. Yes It was really awesome um, so we, funny. Y'all I, I was kind of annoyed right. Because the cameraman Kept putting the camera On the same individuals That was Jill Scott That is Lizzo That is Jamie Foxx And that is Michael B. Jordan Because those are people That are relevant right and now And they also won All of the awards And they also really? won All of the awards really? Yeah They took home all And um Kirk, Casey Ellis Kirk, Ross. Kirk got some awards. Kirk wasn't and even there. Here you go. And now they also, they also, there he was don't a, support us, but he'd be at them country music awards and them Dove awards. Stop there was playing. like a, a party the night before. Which and them a lot Grammy the awards, awards. Which a lot of the awards were given out at. But yeah. Your favorite don't support us. 12 stations. So they, but that's he get on that on his soapbox talking about they don't support me because you don't support us. He's Clarence, Beyonce. that is so far from the truth. He's the Beyonce. So I believe that sabbatical they took off last year. I think I think they did. Trying to get folks to boycott TV and like Monique did Netflix. That, they raised some money, obviously. <laughs> or got some you would not attribute Craig Franklin to Monique. Because <laughs> they were usually on Fox, I think. Right. And they weren't on Fox. I thought it was on TV One. It was on no, TV nobody One, got that. BET, and a whole bunch of other wow. shows. I'm going to have to watch it again then. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It, it felt great to support. 
That's what's up. So speaking of supporting, uh, I know a couple of us went to go see the movie The Photograph. Yeah. Um, three I times actually, to be exact. Wow. I really? You that. liked it that much? I saw it three times. I, I would probably go see it again. again in my life. I only went to see it to support a black film. I wasn't Absolutely. really interested in it. I like Easter, so I said I'm a supporter. And, and I, I like didn't even too. hear about it until y'all talked about it. So I have a couple thoughts about the movie. If you guys are watching on Facebook, let us know what did you think about the movie The Photograph. So what did you guys think? Let's start with Lauren. You saw it three times, so you seem to be a pretty big fan of the movie. So first off, tell us the movie. Who's who's in it? You know, sir. No, yeah. I don't care about. Well, I don't know. Yeah. You don't care about Will Packer. Will Packer. Will Packer. Yeah. But um, we got Issa Rae. We got Shantae. Um, I can't. I'm forgetting her last name, but she's from. Can. What? No, it's not Shantae. Shantae. Um, she's gonna be so mad. I'm no, I'm losing her last name, but anyway, she is from Detroit and she also went to my high school, um, which was dope. Elon, um, which is from um, Insecure, mm-hmm. and uh, what's homeboy name? It's uh, one more guy. Uh, oh no, Lorel, no, 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 the guy who actually who was in Get Out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Like dude, Daniel. No, Lakeith. 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 He was the co-star. So, so let me tell you that um, that's the reason why I forgot that is because the media or you know the press leading up to it really highlighted Issa and Lakeith. But if you watch the movie, it's less about Issa and Lakeith and more about Shantae and Elon. But um, and and. the movie got so much critiques because they were so critical of Issa. Okay, but what did you think about it? Oh, then when, we'll when I thought about it, I actually liked it. I am a sucker for a good love story. Hallelujah. To the point where, sorry, sidebar. <laughs> Three times? God. Okay. Lord, that is the Lord. I barely made it through the first time. But you've had, we've had yeah, a was movie not. That was also that. a struggle is that it was I released Valentine's Day weekend and most people typically go to see a movie after they go to dinner or they do something. So it was usually like the last thing a person did on Valentine's Day and it, the movie was slow. The movie was slow to develop. Yeah, I'm mad I went to see the temp. I movie. appreciated the temp like <laughs> I appreciated the build up and I appreciated the like pace. And I also appreciated the fact that it was a non toxic relationship. It was a little toxic. It was not toxic. <laughs> what was toxic? They had a little spat every now and then. Okay, Evan, we They had one spat them. and it happened during the last ten minutes of the movie. No, he was sleeping with a woman throughout that and, and one of the nieces had found out. You know that. No, no uh, uh-uh. <laughs> you will not. Go ahead, Evan. <laughs> Go ahead. Chris, that was old news that the nieces was bringing up. That's why kids supposed to stay out of grown folk business. <laughs> so I actually appreciated the movie, but I appreciated it from an exoteric perspective. Here we not go. Not so much because I enjoyed the movie oh, itself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> here we go. The heavens so are telling. If you, if you guys would just allow me a few moments here, I would like to explain as to why I appreciated the movie. So I liked that the movie, <laughs> I liked that the main characters were young professionals and they did not have your typical young African-American job. One of them was a librarian, uh, the library, what's it called? No, she was a curator. Curator for the museum. Art curator. Art curator. There we go. That's very unique. And he was a photographer. No, he was not. No, he was a writer. He was a journalist. A lot of photographers make buku money later. He was a journalist. He was an investigative journalist at that. And so that was cool that there were two unique intellectual job professions that these two African-Americans had to use their brain to get the job. Like they weren't 
a young influencer or like it was cool for that it was also cool to show different (laughs) stages in some african-americans life so lakeith's brother was married had a family had kids and so it was cool to show black family Mm -hmm. i also thought it was cool that they show black heritage by going through new orleans New and showing a lot of New Orleans, Orleans. Orleans. And, and showing like the music and highlighting the food like that was cool but then I also liked how it showed the backstory to mental health and to trauma and how it can affect oh, yeah. children and how like that like the whole thing was 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 really was really good. So I liked what the movie was culturally. And let's Robert just, Glasper. Push pause. We just Robert wanna, Glasper yeah, we gotta tell what we liked the first. movie. Okay. Talk about what I won't talk about what. I, well, there wasn't a whole lot I didn't like. I just thought it was kind of okay. Corny. Okay. Robert Glasper, Robert did his Glasper saved the movie. He was, was in his bag. Phenomenal. He was in as his bag. the score. And I think what was what I liked about it was the same thing I liked about the New Orleans bit that it 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 was old to jazz. When I say old, I mean O D E, like homage or homage to 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 jazz. Teach us and I like that it still had that new kind of neo soul feel on it too. And that's Robert Glasper, you know. And then when they showed the New Orleans thing, how like her parent, her mom. Uh, was walking up the stairs and then she walked like that was a, a cool little thing and it kind of gave me Spike Lee feels a little bit because Spike Lee does a lot of jazz in his in his music I mean in his movies um, so I like the movie for its cultural uh, connotation okay thanks next Chris okay. what did you like about the movie um everybody was black everybody was black what I liked about it it Showed a young couple, like I feel like you digging in you, love. You gotta find some. Yes, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to search throughout the movie. Oh, when he's mind. done, I got another thing. No, <laughs> I said when he's done. Um, I like that they showed like a black couple like learning, learning each other and mm-hmm. learning to love each other mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it was interesting to see like, um, because I wish, like, sorry, you said like, I'll stick there, um. <laughs> I liked the them showing the background of Issa's mom and like the life that she lived growing up and stuff like that and the relationship her mom had with her mom mm-hmm. and um like Issa's mom had with Issa's grandmother. So the relationship they had. So um to see that was kinda good for the storyline, but oh, we're doing likes. Sorry. Um <laughs> Wow. <laughs> If that's all you got, that's fine. Um, you don't have to dig. I want to say mine before I forget. Go ahead. Go ahead. So two things. One, I like that they show black intimacy without it being like overly sexualized. Because all I her think boobs were shown. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but it wasn't. It wasn't over sexualized. It was like, giving me power. Notori Norton. No power is worse. I love having sex with ghosts. Power episode one, okay. season okay. one. Okay. But, but the other thing I really that stuck out to me a lot was black hair. Mm-hmm. Like those little girls looked like little girls, and their hair was wild and natural. And Issa's hair was natural the whole time. Her mama hair was natural. Like and then Lakeith had long hair, but his brother had short hair. It just showed, and nobody's hair. So in the low budget movies, everybody has a very crisp lineup, and they look like. They went to the barber and said, hey, I'm finna be in this movie. Give me a crisp lineup. But in this movie, nobody's hair was lined up. It was supernatural, and so it looked very realistic. I don't know if anyone else pays attention to that kind of I stuff. Do. No, for I sure. do. But mm-hmm. I was like, dang, this looks super, supernatural, and I liked it. The fresh fade with the one. Well, yeah. are you going to say something? I really enjoyed the movie. One, because it's been a while since you actually even seen whether it was good or bad. 
it's been a while since we saw a black love story. Like, try to name something. Love Jones. But that no, was that's in been, 2001. Oh. It's been, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll let you dig. That was like genuine. Story. That was realistic. That people could see themselves in. Like, the mo- some Amari people would say just right. Megan Good movie. That's so. What? That was the one that was low, low budget. Yeah, I didn't a even lot of see people it. I just, never even heard of it. They don't I have access it. to it. That's true. Two. Some people would say just right. But that's like, the really? last one. No. I mean, barely. Yes barely. And no. I barely. Barely. That movie. You know, so that's that's cool to me to be able to see that. Um, Acrimony. Oh my Miss. god! Hey, there's a door. A fall from grace. No, that's a cover. A fall from grace. Everybody was about love. Okay, Leia has the floor. Let's go, Lay. Um, so that was really cool to me, especially for someone who really enjoys, uh, see, like seeing that culture, like you know, cool, like dope. Um, and then all of what y'all said, you know, the mental health side, and it was a story that I feel like isn't often told. We don't often dig back to the generation before and see ourselves and try to fix that. Like, she fixed the things that she saw in herself that was similar to her mom and the regrets that her mom made. um, And she was able to fix that. And I feel like we don't really reflect on that too much. Some of us don't even have conversation. Like, she learned about her mother after her mother died in a letter. And some people don't get that these days. Some people don't even get that. So I thought that was really... It was unique. It was interesting. It was was a nice little thing on legacy. Yeah. Jalen, you want to read that comment from... uh... Yes. So, Brother Minister Training, Jonas... Uh, he said it was nice he really liked how they showed the correlation between the mom and the daughter and the different steps that was taken in both of their lives I haven't seen the movie so I, I don't I can't correlate this comment to the well, movie and I you feel have. like even though we just talked about a lot I feel like there's still so much mm-hmm. you can get out. I think yeah. each time I saw it I saw something different like the first time of course I was just wrapped up into the excitement three of them I just can't imagine seeing that this, three no times way. on purpose I went, with Lauren, I went with Lauren on the third time and she next to me like, I was. I literally had the oh same like. But I know. But I know the feeling. Yes, I think for I me. Because you all are girls. No, no. Because there's no, some girls. Who, there's some girls who don't like the movie, and I mean, send me paragraphs upon paragraphs. <laughs> I, so the what, the reason why I wanted to talk about the photograph is because I posted on Facebook after seeing it for the first time. Like, okay, I'm really trying to understand why y'all don't it's like so the movie funny. because a lot of. Um, a lot of black people were bashing this movie, telling yeah, people were. not to go see it, yeah. which blew my mind. I didn't, I didn't, understand, go, why. I didn't, go that I didn't understand why. Yeah, I saw yeah. tons of people like the everybody. movie was trash. Yeah. I watched it to support it, and I liked the conversation they had about culture. Their conversation about Kendrick Lamar and Drake was oh, a yeah. and so, culture and that was that was a talking point that most that people were saying. Uh, that's too surface level. That that's not deep for somebody to make a connection. I said that is that's authentic because what most people mean? fall in love or most people meet people and build that connection based on something so trivial, based on music, music that you like mm-hmm. or art that you see exactly. or a concert. It's it's something that's surface level, and I thought that that was dope because you didn't have to witness somebody falling in love from talking about trauma or witness somebody falling in love from. That, talking I know about, what it is. People been watching Love Is Blind. Well, Love Is Blind no, is lit. They I'm used to on season, season two. two. Lower middle class, yo ghetto cousin, and that's okay. Oh, but, but, but Evan, we just and had it's a okay. conversation. We just, diversity. we just had a conversation about how, of course, the people are gonna watch that because there's nothing else that's coming out. Yeah. So, so like, I think this was different. We... This was a different palette for them. Like you know, when you're a kid and you think garlic butter is nasty, but then when you're an adult, you're yeah. like, that's the greatest thing yeah. in the world. And I also I mentioned I, I forgot to water. mention this. Yeah, but <laughs> it's a good steak, additive. You put it on your steak before you pan sear. Okay. Sorry, you, you love but that the only <laughs> he loves that. I like to cook, um, Good, but the other thing I forgot to mention was I like that it showed um, 
them as travelers how he took a job in london and then she came to visit him like i thought that was really cool that it showed the internationalism of black culture and how it transcends kendrick lamar did a concert in london so it showed yeah. how our culture is global and not just national i don't yeah. know if that was intentional or not but i just like that it was a good representation and of our also like the timing the real timing of it like it was it felt like real time the conversation that they were having felt like real time really it, I it felt realistic that. Yeah, I didn't get. Real, I didn't get real. Some time. people th- thought it would move too fast. Another thing, it's a movie, y'all. Another and another thing was um, most people were upset. Like hurricane in New York doesn't make sense. And but Lauren says she looked it up. I looked it up, and there's Lo- history that uh, like I, this movie y'all go was look it up. 2019 based. No, still that that is when hurricanes happened. <laughs> Like, go look at it. like early 2000s. Sandy? Was it Hurricane Sandy? Early in New York? No, it did throw me off, water, too, that the there was a hurricane in New York. But they get the effect. They got they the, the rain. The it did throw me off, too. I was like, so, so are they in New Orleans? Like, when a tornado is near. Okay. It's ne- it never hits here, but sometimes it we does. Get, yeah, it did throw me off a little bit, the weather part, but. But that's, I mean. You got to do your research. Before I bashed it, and people, like, I had to look it up. For real. There was one in, what, 19 what? It's like 1989. 1893, but there's more. Hold up. Okay, this is 1893. There were no buildings. No, it says the last time. Hurricane (laughs) Hurricane Sandy in 2012. Oh, yeah. I mentioned Hurricane Sandy. Hurricane Sandy. So, I mean, people who just didn't, they really wanted to find something not to like. Like, oh, a hurricane in New York, that don't make sense. And Kendrick Lamar and Drake, that don't make sense. For you had one conversation about rap, and now you move in to London. So the bottom line is some people going to hate. Haters Some people gonna, gonna hate. Congratulate. Ballers gonna ball. I thought it was a good. For the, it was good for the culture. Shot callers gonna call. But was also because I like am big on this thing. It's so many movies that are similar to this type of storytelling that never get to make it to the big screen yeah. that are out there. Like a boy, a girl, a dream. Yeah, I never saw. I never you never saw it. I saw that. That's, That's the movie. movie. They, they took it all in one take, right? They took it all yeah, in one no, take. Actually, two because they messed. The, someone messed. The, but the whole movie is filmed in one take, and it's so real that it basically uh, covers the night of these two black people, one boy, one girl, and it's the same night of the election when Donald Trump won, and it was just just to see I that. I want to see that. And all the effects, the real time effects that people I had, was, and the conversations I was that were had. Upset. So, so it's, it, it just sucks that some of these movies aren't out there. It's also interesting that. A lot of our conversation is revolved around culture. And speaking of culture, something just happened recently um, at Western Michigan University. If somebody wants to pull that up uh, so we can talk about that. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to Young and Righteous Radio. Yes, um, identification. If you're listening to us on a podcast, this is our podcast. You can catch us when we go live on Facebook. If you're listening to us in your car or at home, you're listening to Power 91.9, The People's Choice. In your car, on your All job. Right. WDDW. That's right. The people Be encouraged, choice. boo. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> So, <laughs> it's okay. Um, who's got the article? Who's gonna read it for us? Oh, I thought Lauren had it. Sure, I'll read it. Thank you. Go ahead, X. So, whoa, 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 sorry. So, Western Michigan University is under fire <laughs> from students that like from students basically because there was a predominantly Caucasian choir. Uh-huh. That was singing Negro spirituals. Hmm. Let's just soak that in for a minute. <clears throat> Predominantly white. They're so stupid. could you students? Go ahead. I'll, I'll ask the question. Student afterwards. choir. Predominantly white student choir singing Negro spirituals. Student led too. I think it was their class. Their class. Yeah. Huh. 
The article says a choir at a Michigan university is embroiled. Embroiled. In controversy after a black student complained about them about the group singing Negro spirituals during a recital. Um, the student wore a look of disgust as the choir sang Wade in the Water <laughs> and other songs during the show. The senior music major couldn't leave the show because it was for class credit. So she had to sit through this. So, like, they, they have photos of how she was disgusted. <laughs> and it went viral with more than a million views. Um, and the, the title of the show was Spirituals from Ship to Shore. Bye. I cannot. Okay. From ship to shore. Get out. I'm going to be like Evan this time. I'll play devil's advocate no. on this conversation too. But too short. Please, I want to hear please. the thoughts first. So here's the thing. We get mad when they ignore our history and we don't do nothing for it. But then we mad when they do sing our history. So what do y'all want? Do you and want then, people to, to highlight black history <laughs> month or not? <laughs> so Lauren, why, why does this make you upset? They said uh, one of the students, the students that complained, said that the professor of the class, um, no, the professor who wrote um, the 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 well, sorry, it says it was produced by guest artist in Salisbury University professor John Wesley Wright, who's also black, and according to the student, he she said that he declared in the in the concert that these songs don't belong to one race. Mm. I wouldn't say that. No, that yeah. You really you want me to start? Yeah, Lauren. I want cause cause you obviously had some disgust. Um, I'm very disgusted at that title from Ship to Shore. I'm interested to hear you all's perspective. Because we're this. not on the shore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's historic. Like they're saying his you know, historically we went from the ships in Africa to the shores of <clears throat> You know, we are not in Tybee Island. All right. So you ready for my perspective? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So I have been to many plethora um, programs, concerts regarding Black History Month. In which case, if you do have a choir that does not reflect the majority, the choir's not like you have a guest singer come in exactly or like an orator or something that recites something while there's somebody in the back but you are paying homage to a black Black. individual that is then leading or singing the song and you are literally the background you you do not get up here and sing wade in the water (laughs) and and they probably had dance moves to go along with it Uh, you added they might not have now, it's also, not like, I'm not done. I am not <laughs> finished. Now, shame on, on the on. professor <laughs> to say that this song, I, I get it's a part of the class, but for you to get on the mic and say this song does not belong to our race, historically, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And, I, and you ought uh, to be ashamed of yourself to say that white people own parts of this song. Yeah. The only thing they do own is owning the slaves exactly. that sung this song. Exactly. Period. Point blank. Exactly. Lastly, I'm I'm really tired of institutions uh-huh. feeling like they have PWIs. agency. PWIs to be specific, because Michigan State University has had multitude can, of can you, can you racial. Expound on what PWI means. Predominantly, predominantly white, white institutions, institutions. Okay. have tried it many many times, mm-hmm. and they get a pass because 
They're white. They're white. And Powell who we put in power, right? Exactly. This It's political. Most of the people that sit on the boards of these institutions um, have connections to political ties. So, like, it's deeper. It goes so deep. But So, I, basically, you're saying they shouldn't have been seen. Outraged. It? You don't think they should have, <laughs> you don't think they should have been seen? They can sing it, but at least... Because um, it's not the professor fault no. that the black kids ain't signed up for the class. It's Bingo, bingo. That's very bingo, true. Bingo. That's very true, though. Play. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. Again, to my... Would it have been okay if no, there were to my point, black kids? To my point, it, yeah, maybe. But to my point mm-hmm. was... Even if it's just uh, if the class is full of white kids, have a black guest artist or a chorale that you 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 contracted this professor out to produce What's this particular show. Got a black no. choir. I know. Is the president over the choir? You right. And that's that's another thing. I was like, do do you not have any black students? I know you have black student organizations. Exactly. That exist that you can't call on. So maybe it was a missed opportunity for a collaboration with the black, you know, group of BSO the, gospel, and choir. the gospel choir. You know, that would have been a nice little collaboration there. But now sprinkle of white folks in the gospel choir ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay, but here's the thing though. I do not think we can say that they can't sing the song or they're not allowed. No. To. Here's why. Because when we isolate, if, if you really want somebody standing in front of you singing "Wade in the Water" as they whipped you. You want a white man they, singing that song to you? Let him finish. <laughs> like, Let him it finish. ain't like they were singing, Mama, is Massa going to sell us that today? As well. <laughs> <laughs> they sing you wait in the water, which is probably the that most was basic that was, Negro that was spiritual there is. Mama. But they got shut down. <laughs> what value? Is Massa going to sell us I'm just asking this because I'm curious. So, say it was a black oh, choir and they were singing, <laughs> singing wait in the water. Why do you look at that differently? Why do I look at it differently? Yeah, yeah if a black choir is singing Wade in the Water, why do you think Because that's that's our heritage. That's where we came so from. So are but we the I, only people allowed? What's the motive behind us singing it? Do we... Because it could be the question. same motive. We, we, we genuinely don't know what it felt like. We, we didn't write those We songs. wasn't we waiting in the water. Okay. Not saying that we shouldn't be singing them, but I'm saying like, I could be up there clueless as a black person not really caring you're singing it because it's a part of a class right the same way we celebrate Kwanzaa the same way but I'm saying like black people you asked about black people the same way people celebrate certain things that it's it's a way to pay homage to and it's a way to pay respects and so we shouldn't celebrate Christmas well white people can pay a, homage and pay respects right what they I was going to say is, is I think if we tell them they can't sing those songs then we're telling them that black history is just our history that's and, right no but here's the thing no 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 no, 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 no. black history is American exactly. history and black history month is a time to highlight Highlight African Americans' contributions to American history. Agreed. If we just make Black History the 28th this year, 29 days of the year, then that's all it will ever be. Right. But if we allow people of other cultures to take part in our history, then what's the point? Then they can, you know they can take part in other ways by I, number one identifying their privilege. Let's start there. You don't sing. Whoa, 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 but whose but who's rule is that, though? It ain't a rule. Right, why should they, why should they have another scenario? Go ahead, go Can ahead, I ask you another scenario? So I go to a, a Grace Finances <laughs> church, right? And we try to be... Located at um, 3333. Right. Multicultural. Multicultural. Come through. Multicultural. Do you think it's disrespectful, disrespectful if our church or other churches sing 
songs that are in Spanish and no one in our church happens to be Hispanic or no one's singing is Hispanic. I don't, you know see, the, I don't see the reason behind it. You know, it's, you to, be, it's to promote multicultural. Well, who are you all singing to if ain't nobody Spanish in the audience? Because so, that that, uh, a song has translations. And y'all ain't streaming. So, but here's the I thing, though. I it's talking about like a cultural My song. point is, it's, it's still including that other culture. So, by that predominantly white group singing Wade in the Water Help during up. Black History Month. I cannot stand it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it allows I'm them sorry. an opportunity to pay respect or to be inclusive of the recognition of African American history. history. Yeah, I don't see nothing. I can get why it'd be a little awkward, and yeah, definitely awkward. I do think it was out of line for him to say that nobody owns the song. Yeah, that's I different. think when it comes to black heritage, white people should refrain from using words like own. own. Correct. Yeah. So, so Correct. And, and I think just because historically, history tells them they are allowed to own whatever they want. Right. So, so you're not going to own me. And we can't have nothing. So I, right. I think. Exactly. Can somebody read Chris's comment, who, who is a top fan, by the way? These songs are more than just history, though. They're our passion and experience. Exactly. It's not my experience yeah, so I, I still although I have some finish the read the whole comment sorry although I have a, some experience to an extent read the whole comment can't. I can't oh. I can't it says plus those, those songs sometimes were an escape from white people and a sound of hope right can I, can I go ahead, go ahead. I just want to ask a question to I think it sounds like I'm Jalen I don't know if you are like weighing on the side of uh, Evan and Leia but I am aside, okay I so am. you three aside from Yep, I, you three. I really <laughs> well, excuse us. I really want to know. Aside from what, well, I don't see nothing wrong with them singing. Like what other or what, you guys gave a, a reason, but it was a reason that just basically was like, well, what's what's this, what's so different than blah blah blah. I really want to know what you saw this being okay outside of you saying, well, what's worse than this? It's like don't yeah, wait, no, wait, no, wait, 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 no. wait. I, I just because because what what I'm Framing hearing the question is like to get the answer she wants. I no no no. See. I gotta rephrase your question. Um, I think what I was hearing was you you all were trying to compare to this is not as bad as this or that you're comparing it you to something listening. of less so that's why I'm asking oh, for she hey, said, you're not gonna do that you're not gonna do that Evan that's, that's why I'm asking for clarification what I heard that's why I apologize that's why I'm asking for clarification so that I can really get an understanding as to why you guys mm-hmm. think that it's okay what I was saying was and I apologize for yes. saying you weren't listening apologize. you weren't listening I'm sorry Lord I'm sorry we doing better y'all we doing better Whoopi Goldberg I do not I, I'm not saying that it's not as bad as it's not as bad as that. What I was saying is by them being allowed to sing those songs, it allows mainstream culture, dominant culture, everybody to embrace black heritage and not trivialize it to where it's just our group of people. Like Martin Luther King Day is not, I see your hand, thank you for raising it. Martin Luther King Day is not just our holiday, but people treat it like it's just a black holiday and it's not. Why is it not? Because it's for everybody. Dr. King was for everybody. Hold on, Clarence. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Two and one before I go to a 10 and we don't work that. Who believed in the mission and believed. Correct. And black history is not just. Let's bring it down to a one before I go to a 10 and we don't want that. We finish. Black history and the contributions of African Americans affected all America. Absolutely. Garrett Morgan, who made the traffic light, it ain't just black people using the traffic light. Okay, listen. Everybody using the traffic light. So what I'm saying is. That's different. That was made for the Listen, listen to the context. Everybody, but folks don't get hurt. Listen to the context. But what I'm saying is. In a vehicle accident. 
best what man. I'm saying, y'all, is the contributions. Also, the betterment of everybody. The contributions of African Americans. But we were the ones who got holes down. We were the ones who got dogs sicked on us, okay? We were the ones who had to travel right. and sleep and sit underground of a church. You're absolutely of a building. right. You're absolutely right. With little right. peep holes so we can have air. Correct. Now, let me clarify. To try to make it up north. Clarence, could you please pause for a second? <laughs> Can you please pause Thank for a second? And let me clarify. Wow. I'm not huh? in any way saying that our experience is not worse or our heritage doesn't have a different experience than white heritage. But our I'm not saying our experience. And I, it needs to stand alone. Okay, but what I'm saying is by saying that this <laughs> exactly. academic choir cannot sing a Negro spiritual is a reach. That I is. think it's a historic song and they should be allowed to sing it just like the choir will sing and, a German song from World War II. And I think they can sing it without it taking away from what Chris said, it exactly. being our experience and exactly. stuff. Like, you're, you're giving them that or of saying, like, it's our experience. Like, so if they sing it, that's taken away from what happened? Lauren's <laughs> hand has been raised very Go nicely. Ahead, but Thank before you, you say that, Thank I want to say that I do think it was a missed opportunity. They should have hit up Aaron and they should have did a collaboration it. with the gospel choir Absolutely. so that it didn't feel so weird. Because, listen, Calvin College sings, used to sing Wade in the Water all the time. Dr. Sawyer made it a point for them to sing um, the historic African-American and gospel right. songs so how is, so to how teach is that history. I think, I think it was a framing. I'm pretty sure she didn't get on the mic and say that this okay, is so not right. Okay, so now yeah, we agree. That's also, messed up. I get that. So now, you're pinpointing, now you're pinpointing what the MC is saying versus them actually acknowledging black history by singing the stuff. Also, so it's so you're acknowledging the same thing. Calvin College acknowledged the same thing because one, yeah, they had a black professor, but that's okay. But seeing that Western is acknowledging black history by singing our songs, it's not taking away or diminishing or belittling or doing anything to take away from our experiences and, so and our history. Chris also said motive. That's like so hard. And I posted something the other day. Take it for what it is. Unless you're going to go to every single person and ask them, why are you up there singing this? Like, you can't... Because they teach you But Okay, but if you don't have the opportunity, you cannot assume and you cannot put that on somebody if that's not their motive. You don't know what those people's hearts were. Whether it be wrong or right, they don't know what we know. Exactly. So you can't put that on them. Go ahead. couple things. We can't have nothing for ourselves. So exactly, calm. Lauren. I agree. Oh, anyway, I'm not done. Can we have something... I feel like well, don't we, we get the, the we shortest month of the year. Sh- no, it's not even about the month, man. It's not even about the month. We have to share everything, our culture. We have to share, like, hip-hop, braids. Like, anything that has to do with black culture has been hijacked by the majority. Man. And so if if it means that we want to own a song, we want to own a song. And I'm okay with that. Secondly, you made a statement that them singing the song was a way for them to embrace black hair and black history. I think that there are other ways for them to embrace black heritage and black history outside of singing a song. Exactly. And it can be done by doing the self-work to stand up and be anti- They're not doing that. Anti-racist. And and by Kendi. Shout out to Kendi. Who who are you and who is anyone else to say that they're not doing that? Or that there are parameters around other people acknowledging black history. So here's what I'll suggest. If this was a Laquinda, you're in the choir. I'll need you to chime in. So here's Here what I, a good point. Here's what, the fact that there was a black choir on campus and they were excluded is sketchy. Excluded. How do we know that they were excluded? They weren't up there singing. That involved, though. They weren't up there singing. That 
Easy Western gossip quiet. Can I read a comment? Can I read a comment? And then Lauren, you go back. Go ahead. Okay, so this comment is from one of our interactive listeners. Thank you so much. Is it Tia? Tia? The J is silent. Tia. Tia Crawford. Hello, Tia. And let's also, this is what Tia says. And let's also keep in mind that it wasn't all white people that agreed to slavery. This is also deeper than just a song. Think of how some of us as people still call each other the N-word. But, oh, God forbid if a white person says it, you're darn right. Is it right? No. But sometimes we don't respect our own culture or people. So why be mad that others are choosing to do so? Just something to ponder over. God bless. I like that. That's a great point. I'm not delivered from that word yet. So... So to to your point to say, how do I know that they're not already doing the work? I don't know that. However, I do think that there are other ways to demonstrate um, embracing culture by way of like, okay, you can... uh, they they were in a course so i assume that they have been doing work i don't know if this was a choir class or what kind of class it was so sure. i'm only speaking from just like mm-hmm. an assumption if it was not a choir class and it was just a class to where we are participating in xyz we're putting on a production so to speak a quote-unquote production i think that there are other things that they could have done um that would exemplify or show homage to other than singing a song and i, I just stand behind my point that they could have at least invited a guest choir a guest chorale a guest singer speaker whatever of a person of color to sing and they sing backup they do not have to be the lead um they did not have to be the lead forerunners and singing a song that's all i'll say do we know that they didn't not saying that they did i'm just saying do we know that aaron was supposed to be here today because he is the president of the gospel choir and so he was going to come in and talk so somebody want to facetime him or something i just can't help but think that if this was a class like what i said earlier like why aren't we taking advantage of it? So this is... Do we feel, feel deem it not valuable? Do we deem it... Like- correct. Now, I agree, and I, I said it a couple times, and I'll continue to say it. I agree that I think this was a missed opportunity for this choir to collaborate with the gospel choir. That would have been an awesome thing. But I'm trying to put my sh- myself in the, that professor's shoes and say, okay, if I Never am... for the people. Okay, listen... I'm for everybody, no, but I, I am for us, though. Fubu, hello. I do think that um, it's possible that the choir was like, okay, this is Black History Month. We have a concert. Let's pay homage to Black History Month by singing some songs from Black History to pay homage to it. Because if they completely ignore Black History, we'd be it's mad at that, too. Like, if it was Hispanic exactly. History Month and they decided to sing Feliz Navidad, then, you know, cool. You well, know then that's mean? their issue to have a problem with that. But uh, me as a black uh, man <laughs> has a problem with a predominantly white choir singing a black Negro spiritual. I think the framework is important. Um, I'm, can somebody read LaQuinda yeah, sure, Lene Watson's it. post? Um, uh, I think we need to operate in unity. I don't feel intentionally that was the goal to make fun of the black culture. But however, they never access Come on, which was rude, let's bring in, this room, in all let's seriousness. Bring in and, and if you guys don't know, LaQuinta is a part of the gospel choir. I believe she's on the board. Um, Western Michigan University. Oh, West Michigan University. Um, so if you're just tuning in, this is Young and Righteous Radio. Uh, we are having a conversation in regards to Western Michigan University kind of being in hot water right now because there was a concert where a predominantly white choir or all white choir was singing Negro spirituals. 
and there weren't any black people present in the choir, I guess from the video, but there was a black student who felt a way about it. And so the post went viral. I see a lot of people from Kalamazoo that are involved with Western, you know, joining our lives. And so feel free to chime in. Everyone sharing their thoughts. Me personally, like I said, I feel like it was a missed opportunity, but I do not think, um, I don't think harm was done. You know, that's me personally what I think. I think, I would like to think that there was good intentions. I right, don't know. But you don't you don't think harm I was done on, on whom? Um because I do think harm was done. It was disrespectful. I don't think harm was intended, what I should say. Oh, got it. Okay. Because harm was done, obviously. Otherwise yeah. the post would have never went are, viral. People are, are offended. Hurt, right. So. You know? I think um, we have Aaron on the line. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, my younger brother Aaron is the president of Western Michigan University's gospel choir. Um so Aaron, you are live. That means people are listening and watching. So, please, thank you for joining us, <laughs> Aaron Lachey. How are you? Um, thank you for having me on the show. Thank you, everybody. Um, I appreciate the opportunity. Aaron, tell us what you think about oh, this whole oh, Western okay. University scandal. Got you. Honestly, I have a pretty controversial opinion on this. Oh, God. Um. I would like to start off by reading the statement that the, the, the president sent to all the students. Um, president Edward Montgomery, um, he's actually African-American, if that helps at all. The president of the college is African-American? The president of the college is an African-American. Okay, cool. All right. Ooh, it says, getting to the, to, the, to the facts tonight. Right, fact check. Yeah. Um, it said, oh, he's a new president as well. When I came to Western, it was an older Caucasian gentleman. Um, but now it's Dr. Montgomery. He just got elected in, I would say, 2016, 2017. So he's about three years in. Okay. Um, fairly young. His son graduated when I came to Western. So I don't, it doesn't matter how old he is. What, he's, what did he say? Yeah, let's hear Read the it. statement. Let's huh? hear what he said. Let's hear what he said. Let's hear what he said. Yeah. The wide are exclusive? Yeah. Dear, dear campus community. I want to brief you about an ongoing campus controversy regarding a recent performance in our School of Music and ensure that you have more complete information about what has occurred uh -oh. to date something. and leadership's response thus far. Mm -hmm. For background, Dr. John Wesley Wright, an associate professor of voice from Salisbury University, was recently in residence at the School of Music as part of its Bullock series. For, before coming to campus, virtually every visiting artist in the school undergoes a comprehensive process that includes a student review committee, school director pri prioritization, and funding approval by the dean. Dr. Wright spent several days at WMU with students and faculty teaching the history and performance of African-American spirituals. The residency ended with his direction of a concert, Spirituals, from Ship to Shore, performed by faculty and students on Wednesday, February 19th. Dr. Wright identified as, sorry, Dr. Wright identifies as an African-American and he speaks with a passion about his goal to offer an experience that honors and celebrates African-American spirituals. Aaron, can I pause now, you right there and ask a question? Yeah. So are you saying that the professor of the professor that led the concert is black? You say, say that again? So you're saying the professor that led the concert is black? He is an African-American. I was just about to pause there. When they say he identifies as African-American, he's actually an African-American. I don't know why he worded it that way. but the That's the proper way to word it. 
isn't yeah it's very weirdly worded, worded. It's the, but the, correct word, the the professor yeah. is an african-american that was leading the choir into the Af- in the african um spirituals um next it says one student audience member however felt the performance was more i'm um, sorry <laughs> felt the performance was more cultural appropriation than appreciation mm. as many mm. of the performers mm. of <laughs> as many of the performers in the class were non-African Americans and when they say in the class the class that the professor was um, a guest teacher of those are the students that were a part of the choir that were doing the concert that was appreciating the the the, um, the spirituals um, from ship to shore the concert um, where was I here oh Dr. Wright used more humor than the student thought appropriate the student sent out a tweet of her reaction and the video has been widely viewed within hours of making her concerns known to me and others in an email thursday a meeting was set with her president i love it (laughs) a meeting a meeting was set with her to meet with senior leaders on monday college of fine arts dean van uh I don't know how to say his name, Dan Guyette, and the Vice President for Diversity and Inclusion, Candy McCorkle, met with the student yesterday to better understand <laughs> McCorkle. Um, her concerns. Huh? I was just laughing at McCorkle. Continue. Got you. Um, the student talked about... I'm sorry if I'm doing too much time no, here. Um, this is good information. Just liven it up this, a little bit. It is a little dry. Got you. The student talked about how the concert <laughs> the felt deeply um, uh, personal... Oh, the student talked about how the concert felt deeply personally offensive, which was an unfortunate and unintended outcome. They assured the student that we do not want her or any member of the campus community to feel as though their identity is being disrespected. I fully share their view that respectful dialogue is key to learning. I also want to address Dr. Wright's remarks in an interview about the controversy with the Western Herald that published Saturday. Some of Wright's quotes may be interpreted as questioning the student's mental health due to her criticism of the program. On this point, let me be perfectly clear, questioning the student's or anyone's motives and mental well-being is in um, is inappropriate and is not acceptable on this campus. Talk about and from, and from a learning standpoint, um, that uh, issue... That issue is counterproductive and not conducive to open dialogue. Exactly. If we are to learn, we must be willing to have hard conversations and not personal attacks. Okay, so Um, I I think we got the gist of all the facts and stuff. I was just about to say that. You got got the gist. He's just now just, you know, responding it to himself. So, Aaron, correct me Um, if I'm wrong. The t- correct me if I'm wrong, but the professor in question, the president, and the girl are all black. Correct. Jesus. The professor in question, the president. It be your own people. African American. Are you kidding me? This is us. Cold. It's it us versus cold. us. I also have I have another scoop. I have cold. another scoop. One of my um uh choir members of the Western Michigan University Gospel Choir. She was in the class. Of the people that were singing the spirituals. Uh-huh. Now, this young lady is African American. There were African Americans in the choir, and she said there was about less than ten. So, like the percentages were very low because I believe the choir was like large or almost thirty to, to fifty. But there was about like around ten, so it was like twenty percent African American, which is representative of the school's demographics. Wow, this is so the whole trajectory. I whole feel country. as if. I wouldn't say the girl's reactions were an overreaction, but 
to, for lack of better terms and for time, I would have to say it was an overreaction based so, on the fact that the African-American singing the spirituals were led by another African-American whose whole purpose is to celebrate the spirituals. Now, would he been able to find wow. a whole black choir? Yes, he no, could have. I don't think he'd be able to find one. Yes, now, he could. He could have used... No. You, y'all, he could have collided along like, with the okay, gospel choir. Now, I love the Western choir to death. You live, Doc, and LaQuinda is commenting. She said <laughs> he's commenting a song. She wants to sit in. She's angry, okay? LaQuinda is upset. That's all right. Aaron, tell the truth. That's all right. That's all right. But yeah, so <laughs> everybody's black in the situation. I just yeah, this is that's, that's, that's interesting. interesting. The, the lady, and I feel like where the controversy was, was where the professor, who's not even a professor of Western. So I don't know why right. she's coming at Western. This is a guest professor, Look, somebody that was brought something. in for Black History Month. But his comments with the Western Herald was kind of like bashing the girl, saying so, that she was like kind of mentally <laughs> off the fact that she kind of blew it out of proportion. Yeah, that ain't right. That's where I kind of Clarence, made, can I you FaceTime like audio LaQuinda? I don't have her number. LaQuinda said y'all need to have sit in, sit in, so y'all, so they know that uh, the gospel <laughs> choir is live. Okay, so La- LaQuinda said add her said, in. How dare you? So LaQuinda doesn't go to Western, just to be honest. Let's just. So I still would like to hear her perspective. So Aaron, Aaron, if you could do me a favor, if we we shooting facts, man, we shoot. Aaron, do me a favor. Text LaQuinda Clarence's number, and we'll have her Facetime audio. Clarence. Also, Aaron, do you know who this girl is that that tweeted this thing? I don't know who this girl is. Can you do some investigation, find out who she is, see if we can get her on here tonight? On tonight? Yeah, start texting around, asking people if they know her, and because we want to interview her right now, we're We're live. live. Okay. So, Facebook, hey, maybe y'all can help us out. Can Let's see if LaQuinda, we can talk to this lady, this, this, this young lady. Do, do some digging. In the meantime, Laquinda is going to. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay. Laquinda, quick with it. All right, Aaron, we'll check back with you a little later. All right. Thank you. All right. So that was Aaron Trent Lachey. He is the president of the Gospel Choir at Western. Some of those facts. Sure. So, do you want to sum them up? Do you you got a good grasp on them? Go ahead. So, a few of the facts were all three individuals that are kind of like highlighted in this are all black. So we got the president of the university. He's black himself, um, and he released a statement. You got the president of the choir or the professor, right? Uh huh. The director of the choir of the class. He's black himself, and also the girl who was mainly offended and posted. She also emailed the president. She's black herself. Um, uh, we have a few people that were also there that said there were black, about 10 black individuals, 20% of the choir was a black individual singing in the choir. Um, and and also he was leading. a guest professor too. Yeah, yeah he was so a guest interesting. professor. Hello. So hold on, Quinda, so before we- they got a guest professor. He's not on. the actual professor. They got a guest professor. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Quinda, hold on. Just hold on hang right there, sweetheart. Lauren, go ahead. If you can read Guinevere Slater's- Yes. Is it Genevieve? It's Genevieve. Genevieve. Oh my God. Uh, Genevieve. I can't okay. read. Genevieve is her name, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Jump I'm sorry. Isn't that what the, her name was on Russia Hour 3? Genevieve. No, not I Russia have Hour a cousin that's hey, like that. Just read a, the comment. Okay. That was a thin line between it's, <laughs> Is your opinion of the matter based off of unity of all cultural backgrounds? Question mark. If unity is your goal, let us all sing together no matter the race. White folk can't keep being smashed for trying to respect Black History Month. It's just my opinion. I like y'all. that. Talk about it, Miss Slater. You. Thank you, Miss Slater. That's that is Mr. Mr. Ooh. Miss Miss Miss. I like that name. Genevieve, thank you so much. I I like that. Oh now, my. we have LaQuinda 
on the line here who's and also, she's also part of the board of the gospel she choir is a part of the gospel university. choir and is a part of the western michigan university community okay, okay. laquinda so we are just just so i can let you know we're live right so everything that you say everyone can it's hear it's a christian show all right well. so go go ahead laquinda okay, I'll, I'll keep it clean thank I'll you so much appreciate it um, can you turn it up at this point, like, I don't understand why they couldn't even, like, reach out to us. Like, there's no excuse that you couldn't reach out to an African-American choir when you have one on your campus that you fund from the school. So, that it doesn't make sense that you couldn't even send out an invitation for us to even be a part. So, that's what makes it, like... It was a shot through at us too. Like as a culture, you made us seem like okay, we're invisible. Once again, the black people have to stand alone. And then, I guess it's supposed to be a plus because it was African Americans who started it. But you let a whole bunch of Caucasians like kind of live out our legacy. No, that doesn't make sense, and it doesn't sit well with anybody. But. I'm so upset. I don't I, we can we I can tell. Thank you for sharing your 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 thoughts. Like, it's Black History Month. Like it just passed. Like it doesn't make any sense. And the fact that the school as a whole doesn't even acknowledge Black History Month. You don't see anything walking on campus like oh Happy Black History Month or anything. They really don't care. Wow. So the, I don't care if the administration may be black. Because it seems like they may have forgot where they came from. Ooh. All skin folk and kin folk, and that's that's true. Jaylen, so you was about to say something. We just have to be honest with one another if we're going to operate in unity at all. And I think that's the problem. Everybody's trying to sugarcoat it instead of getting down to the moral that you still continuously act like the black culture is invisible at this Caucasian university that we have populated because we are education. Like, we are education. Without us, the school would not operate. So, I thank you, uh, LaQuinta. This is Jalen Couch um, here speaking. Um, so, I, I have three points. Um, and it's, so one... I, I, I hear the frustration and just like the president said in the letter that he the professor was a guest professor so it's not a direct connection to Western which I definitely understand um, but with him being an African American that sets one of the foundations Two, there uh, Aaron did say that there were African Americans in the choir they just made up a small percentage of the choir granted I understand that they could have asked you guys as well but because they didn't and they were still a black representation in the choir that still uh, would make up for um, not the fact of that replacing that they didn't ask you, but that there were still black people there. And then also, if we're talking about unity, since this this is a spiritual show, um, if we're talking about unity and bringing people to Christ and all those other things, then, then we have to talk about showing the love of Christ and everything. How are we showing the love of Christ? How are we bringing people um, together as one body of Christ, regardless of our experiences? We know what happened in history, all of those things. But if we're continuously segregating ourselves, saying and being selfish by saying that they cannot sing to acknowledge and pay homage to our history, because even like Evan said earlier in the show, if they don't acknowledge it or pay homage to it, we have something to say. If they do, then we have to put parameters and limitations on how they do it. That it just doesn't make sense. And it's 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 really just excuse me, a revolving door. And we're just getting back to the same the same thing. And we're not solving anything by saying, oh, you need to do it in a different way uh, because this this is not how it's supposed to be. But there is 
actual representation that, and I'm 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 pointing this comment towards uh, my my co-host uh, Lauren when I'm saying this, but there was actual representation. <laughs> there was actual representation of African Americans um, within within the, uh, the within the choir, and Aaron's calling me back too. Okay, so as as Aaron is joining back in, Laquinda, thank you so much for tuning in. If he got that girl quick. So go ahead, Lauren. Say what you was going to say. No, he can't. Jalen is getting Aaron together. Lauren, what were you going to say? So I was just going to say. Okay, okay what's, what's up, up, Aaron? Um, first of all, I'm the goat. Second of all, does somebody have a pen and paper? Um, oh, her name is Shay. Her name is Shaylee. Um, I'm about to give you her phone number. Wait, wait, wait. Did he text it? Call down, guys. This is not a drill. Wait, okay. Wait, I was going to say. It's not a drill. So I don't want you to put her number on the air. Right. So I can, can somebody it. take the number? Right. I'm going to text, text you the number. I'm going to text you. Okay. Before I text you. Text me. Text Clarence. All right. So Clarence, I will text you. Is she going to answer? Does she know right? she's about to get called? Thank you, bro. She knows she's about to get does, called. Does she know she's about to be live yes, on Facebook? She knows. I, I talked to her. I let her know. She's actually from Grand Rapids. Um, oh, let's go. Cool. You know what? You just earned yourself a spot. You know what, Aaron? You get to be on. Go ahead, Aaron. Listen, listen, I never doubted you, bro. Y'all gotta keep me on the show, man. We just we said, just that. said that. Okay. Now you back off because you ain't listening. <laughs> we just said that you get to be on sometime. One time. Oh, well, y'all said it all at the same time. You said her oh. name was Shay E. Text, go ahead and text Clarence. So, all right, get that situated, ladies and gentlemen. If you're just tuning in, this is Young and Righteous Radio. This is our first exclusive. This is our first exclusive. We want you to share this video, comment on this video, tag people so that they can join in. We are having a conversation in regards to the Western Michigan University conundrum that's going on with the predominantly white choir that was singing Negro spirituals. We now have the young lady who went viral, who emailed the president, she tweeted, she shared her feelings. We are now going to interview her live right here on YNR Radio. Give her a background. So, yeah, go ahead and give her a background. Is she on right now? Hi, Shay. This is Clarence from Young and Righteous Radio. How are you? Good. We just got done speaking with Aaron. He's the president over the um, Western Michigan University Gospel Choir. We're a radio show here in Grand Rapids that talks about relevant topics and stuff like that. And this topic about the choir singing the Negro spirituals was one of our topics that we saw because we saw the article that came out about what you said on Twitter. So we wanted to speak to you. Thank you all. Thank you so much for accepting our call. So we just wanted to get your back, like your background on it and what you felt about the situation. My, my background as far as like music well no 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 sorry just, just what you felt about the situation like what happened um, with everything that day and stuff like that um well I just uh so I went to the concert for credit cause we have you know a certain amount of concerts we have to go to to get credit before we can graduate and so you know I went not knowing what the concert was about but you know as soon as I got there I looked at the program and I kinda was just like okay you know the t- like the title was spirituals from ship to shore and I just kind of thought that that was weird. You know, I didn't go to the, to like the talk before, but um, I feel like I really didn't need to. But um, yeah, the experience I had was just, it was kind of weird because I just, I felt like immediately, you know, as soon as they started singing, they're, you know, they're in the aisles, they're in a big circle, there's people on stage, you know, it just, it didn't feel right, like right off the bat. It just, it all felt pretty weird. Um, and then, you know, then they start shuffling around the room and stuff. And I'm just like, you know, this is... Shuffling? Shuffling, like, shuffling around? They were like, dancing? They were, they were shuffling. Oh, you I thought they were going to start stepping. And then I was going to get mad. 
But um, no, yeah, they were like shuffling in a big circle around the, um, like in the aisles and stuff. I and so uh, I yeah, I just I felt I felt like it was pretty weird because uh, you know the way that it was portrayed is that it's all just you know entertainment. Yes. Wow. And you know stuff like that to me it's not entertainment, and I just I feel like the way that you're portraying it on stage it just shows that you don't understand you know the roots of these songs, the true meaning of these songs, and it was offensive. Whose fault is that? Listen, okay, so this is Laura Melissa from obviously YNR. Um, I am wondering, and I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Me and Clarence are Definitely like snapping our too. fingers. Like, we totally agree that I do think it was, you know, it, it was a bit much. However, I have a question regarding the aftermath, right? You blew up pretty quickly to the point where the president had to make a statement. I just want to know, and oftentimes when this happens, uh, their care for the individual doesn't happen. And oftentimes you are under fire. So how are you, and there's a lot of backlash or a lot of people, um, don't read comment sections of stuff because they are, um, they, oh, I definitely stopped reading the comments. Right, because yeah. they're they're brutal. But like, how are you? And then, what has been the aftermath? Like, is our is administration trying to get you to shut up or take the post down? Like, what does that look like for you? You know, I feel like it's not even a matter of getting me to shut up because you know I, I met with um, like the diversity of inclusions people, and I met with the dean of the fine arts college, and you know we talked about it, and I kind of told them like you know this isn't appropriate. Like, you can't do stuff like this, and you need to be more mindful about when you do like cultural stuff and i also told them like you know the teacher that did that like don't invite him back but um, i know this right yes as far as just like you know how i'm handling everything like i feel like you know i'm doing okay i feel like western is trying to just sweep it under the rug especially with dr montgomery's statement they're definitely trying to sweep it under the rug but i you know i feel like we've got some sort of momentum going like i feel like it's uh, it's about more than just this you know western as a whole doesn't really care for its black students like they should mm-hmm. can i ask I you a question like this was starting the conversation that needed to be had and that's really what it's about it's it, you know it's bigger than just the singing the negro spirituals at this point yeah so you mentioned this is evan i'm aaron's brother you mentioned that you feel like western does not care about black students as a whole outside of maybe how you feel about how they handled this instance what are some things that have made you come to that conclusion or, you know, have that, that feeling? Um, you know, just, you know, experiencing it, like being a music major in the fine arts college, like, and, you know, it's not necessarily anyone's fault, but there's like probably less than 20 black students in the whole, in the whole, um, building. And so Mm. it's just, it's not even, it's just kind of like an uncomfortable feeling, I guess, just knowing that, you know, you're a minority and it just, I feel like, you kind of feel like you have to work harder than everything else, but also, you know, like, you know, I'm in a sorority as well, and I feel like when it comes time to, uh, for us to do business, like, you know, book events, do stuff like that, I just, I feel like we have a harder time trying to do things than a lot of, you know, like, white works would have. Right. I, I totally get that, and I think it, when you are a black student attending a predominantly white institution, it is definitely magnified and you feel the impact more than you would if you went to a historically black college or university. Um, so if you're just now tuning in, everybody, um, you're listening to YNR Radio and we have Shay. 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 No. Shay Lee. Shay Lee on, on the phone with us. Um, she is the one who um, really, went viral. she went viral. She brought to light um, uh 
basically a white choir sang a Negro, Negro spiritual song at Western Michigan University, which she is a student at. Um, so I just wanted to, if you're just tuning in, that is what you're listening to right now. Why in our exclusive? Can I ask you another question, Shaylee? Mm-hmm. First off, thank you so much for being brave and, and talking to us and uh, being open and things like that. When you, from where you were sitting, did you see that the per, the choir director or the guest professor was African American, or did you see the African American singing in the choir? And did that change how you felt at all? Well, I mean, it was obvious, you know, from where I was singing that he was African American, but mm-hmm. in the whole choir, you know, there were probably about like maybe five black students mm-hmm. in a choir of probably like around. 70 to wow. 100 people maybe wow. and so it just it felt it felt like it felt weird and you know western i just i feel like western itself administration dropped the ball because you know we have like a whole gospel choir like right. you're not utilizing your resources correct like you'd rather pay an, an outsource money exactly. for an instructor to come when you won't even or probably have not properly funded the the uh talent that you have on the ground it could probably do this better I just yeah there's just there's just a big disconnect and i think you know stuff like that like you know you're just you're not utilizing your resources because you're not even looking because if you think about it you know you when you go to schools right they they i think one number one february is a prime time to highlight the black people or just the black talent that you have in whether it's at your job in your school in your community you're highlighting black excellence and i think that this was an opportunity to highlight black excellence although this was a class this was an opportunity for you to be like this is who we have on the ground attending our university aren't like these are talented people i think that that is a missed opportunity um so yeah that i i'm 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 totally with you i don't want to offend nobody Go ahead, Jalen. What were you about to say? Same. Um, it's it's just a few things, and I'm gonna be very raw. This is not towards you, Shaylee, and I really appreciate you um, being on the show as well. But I just I have this this issue with a lot of us as African Americans, and I I honestly feel like that we tend to victimize um, and maximize our. Uh, victimization if that's even a word when it comes to us uh, attending pwis um i attended a pwi play football and everything and of course that's the typical thing where there's a young black kid who's playing football here and that's the only thing he's good for well now granted i've had my experiences where you know there were some prejudice things and you know some very slick race uh, racist things that were said to me or done or whatever the case is but um when it comes to when it comes to your experience as an african-american in a predominantly white world uh, we can't choose to uh, uh, uh victimize ourselves every single day and play the victim uh because that then puts us in a position where we're always vulnerable we're always the least we're all we always feel like we have to compensate for everything and it just i, I just have an issue with that as um an african-american community however um, uh, going to Lauren's point about not properly funding or utilizing the funds toward the gospel choir. Now, granted, even if they were in the in the choir, uh, the gospel choir, it maybe what is like 25 to 30 people. Um, in the gospel choir so let's say 25 let's just say 30 30 plus an extra 15 so that's 45 out of 100 people that's still a small minority uh you know so it's just like 
what what would be the difference if you guys were now when it comes to properly funding it's also a little bit of responsibility on our end as well are we actually reaching out to other organizations on campus um in the music department are we are you guys you know sharing that they're readily available for other opportunities like that whether it's black history month or not and um, i just saw kira's comment you know saying that we are in regards to you know the victims I agree, but I kind of have to disagree as well. But I don't know. Those are just my thoughts when it comes to, you know, just being black or the minority at a predominantly white institution. So this is a very interesting conversation. And I'm really glad we're having it. And I'm glad that we have this platform for people to share their thoughts and their perspectives. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody, so far for being very respectful. And, you know, the, these conversations have a lot of potential to offend some people and um, rub people the wrong way. But I'm glad none of that has been happening. So thank you guys for respecting the platform and sharing your thoughts. Shout out to Shaylee for being here um, and answering questions and talking to us. Um, I think that everybody's perspective is unique and it's valid. And I think that's what's interesting about the African-American experience is that while we all have the same historical trauma and the same heritage, we all respond to it a little bit differently and all have different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Each of us can, because we are African-American, can tie back to slavery in some way. But we all look at it a little differently. Some of us say that, you know, we can't continue to make ourselves the victim. We have to keep moving forward and do things. Other people are saying, why can't we have nothing? We got to let them sing our songs. Other people are saying, you know, <laughs> other people are saying, <laughs> and that's okay. I get it. Other people are saying, you know, unity. Let's all sing. Let's. And, and if you look back, that has been our troubles as a people from conception. When we look back in the civil rights movement, some people were upset with Dr. King because they felt like segregation was good because now we got our own black doctors. Some people were rocking with Malcolm X because he was like, forget this nonviolent situation. I'm knocking some heads. But some people wanted the nonviolent situation. You know some what I'm saying? So sitting in the back seat, but then others was like Rosa Chill. Right. Like Rosa, get up. You know, calm down. So it's get a up, lot Rosa. of different perspectives and they're all valid. And I'm really glad that every Everybody is sharing their thoughts on it but I think what's important for us from our perspective as Christians I think we have to overall look at it from a Christian perspective I've been teaching the, the, the young people at our at my church I've been teaching on Wednesday nights one of the questions that I asked them was do you think you are black first or Christian first Shaylee did you have anything to say before we let you go um no not really you know I think I kind of said in the, everything um and as far as having the conversation, like, I do understand that there's another perspective. And I'm not saying that there's, you know, necessarily a right or a wrong. I just simply, you know, yeah. voice my opinion. And I Definitely. think it's a conversation that just needs to be had, period. Absolutely. Whether, you know, you're on the same side as me or whether you share a different opinion. Absolutely. You know, I do have another question for you. Everything. Before you go, what as a student at Western, what are some things that you would like to see? happen on your campus so that the culture of the campus felt more inclusive you know what are some solutions that the administration because it is the administration's responsibility um, because they're supposed to provide an environment for the students so what are some things that you would like to see you know as a student on campus so that it felt more inclusive for african americans or minority students you know i think first and foremost um administration just needs to listen to us as students period um, I think, you know, a lot of times we get overlooked with our opinions and with our um, thoughts, um, you know, until it gets blown up on the scale, like how this situation did, you know, right. then they want to listen to us. 
So I think, you know, just first of all, just listening to us, because, you know, we are the ones that, you know, make this campus run. We're the ones that make everything function. There would yeah. be no school without us. You guys got a lot so, of power. Hmm? You students have a lot of power. Yeah, and so I just think, first and foremost, you know, we just need to, you know, have a voice. You guys need to listen to us yeah. more. And then second, I just think, you know, they need to be more open-minded when it comes to, um, like, student issues and stuff, especially socially. Like, you know, don't get me wrong, I think Western is a great academic school, but socially, I just think there's some work to be done. Um, as far as, you know, especially being, like, a minority on campus, um, I think it's just, it's not even, like, necessarily, like, an uncomfortable situation, but, like, there, there can be, you know, circumstances where, you know, you are uncomfortable or where you are, you know, in a situation where you're, you just, you feel weird, because, you know, as a music major, and it's, like, one of the only, like, I'm, right now, I'm the only black female in my major, mm. so, you know, for a while, it felt, it felt weird, but, um, it just kind of depends on how you take it, but, yeah, I just, I think Western just needs to, um, first of all have the conversation because i think you know they're just there's a lot of things that just get overlooked and everything just keeps going just because that's what they're so used to doing but these are the things that we need to pay attention to in order to you know create the environment that we all want to live in thank you so much shaylee we appreciate you taking time with us. hey before you go though can you um if you're not already we would love if you would just follow us to keep up with everything that y and i is doing um that way we can just enjoy the gospel choir <laughs> i ain't gonna tell you all that but <laughs> but no if you can just follow us and that way if we have any other questions or concerns or even just to hear your opinion about some other things that we talk about on the show we would love that though you probably have to follow me first because yeah, I don't we'll, know if I'll find you. We will. That's cool. We have, okay, we have, yeah, we have I'll a at name and stuff. Yeah, we will. Perfect. Okay, yeah, I'll follow back. Thank you right. so much. I'll bring you. All right, have a good night. You, you too. too. Bye. So if you guys are just tuning in, we just got off of the phone with Shaylee. She was the young lady who attends Western Michigan University um, that went viral talking about her experience at the concert that was entitled From the Ships to the Shore, honey. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I turned, shores, honey. <laughs> I turned it to Larry Reed. <laughs> My bad. Um, Lauren, there was something that you wanted to say. She pulled up some facts. I did. She pulled up a book. Um... There is um, an article, it's called Avoiding Racial Equity Detours, and a part of it um, is celebrating diversity detour, um, because so, for some people, they feel like um, doing things like this is um, celebrating uh, Black History Month, and it's it's necessary. So I just want to read um, this piece, and I'll be quick. And um, it says, recently, and this is a Celebrating Diversity Detour. Recently, while visiting a colleague's classroom to facilitate a conversation about race and poverty, I asked a group of African-American and Latinx 10th grade students about their school's upcoming Diverse Friends Day because this particular school had a Diverse Friends Day to show unity, etc. For one lunch period, they would be forcibly integrated, coerced into celebrating diversity by sitting with classmates racially or ethnically different from themselves, classmates with whom some of them they normally wouldn't socialize. They mean well, but this activity is racist, Pam shared. I don't know about racist, Tariq responded, but I, do, I don't want to do it. Jose added, a lot of the white students don't like us. I don't want to be forced to hang out with them. I asked Pam to elaborate on her observation that Diverse Friends Day is racist. There's a lot of racism in the school, she insisted. She wondered how disturbing her lunch, the only time she could relax in a predominantly white school, was going to change that. I think Diverse Friends Day is for white people, she concluded. 
Is she wrong? I don't think so, especially in the absence of more serious racial equity efforts, which these students agree were missing from their school. In my experience, many celebrating diversity in quotation marks initiatives are crafted to help white students learn about diversity, not racism, but diversity in ways that will be most comfortable for them. In some cases, students of color are used essentially as props for the gentle diversity education of white students through activities like Diverse Friends Day. This allows white people to opt out of considering racial justice while uh, deriving social and cultural benefits from diversity awareness. It creates the illusion of diversity appreciation while entrenching inequity. Requiring students of color to participate in these diversity spectacles while failing to attend adequately to inequity can be exploitive. Pam, Tariq, and Jose did not need to share lunch with white students to learn about difference, much less about racism operated around them. They developed these insights as a matter of survival. White educators were asking them to celebrate a diversity in which their experiences were invisible. This is one way white privilege persists even in the context of diversity efforts. Now, I know that what happened at Western was kind of the opposite in which, well, not really. You were asking a group of white people to participate in an activity that highlighted black history. And you're asking black students to watch this Mm -hmm. as a spectacle. Mm -hmm. Not, uh, Not taking into account how that would make people of color feel. Now, I'm not saying that white people can't sing songs. This is not what I'm saying. You did that with, like, not really, like, taking into consideration, right, not taking into consideration the harm behind it, whether it was intended or not, they did not look at all things. And so I think at the root of it, that is what the president needs to be addressing, not legitimizing the fact that you know, everybody needs to learn about culture and basically trying to um, debunk what Shaylee is saying because Shaylee is right in some situ- like some cases. I do think that um, there's a lot that she can grow and learn too, as well as us. But I do want to point out that there is a lot that can be done and learn from this situation. And I don't think that administration handled that property properly. Well. <laughs> Well, oh I was God. trying to do that no, that GIF thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yes. Did y'all know that y'all were going to the PWI before y'all went to the PWI? Yeah. So I get like, oh, I'm the only black person in the classroom, but that can't be. But what did you expect? Right. Like, that's what I'm okay. saying. Thank you. So, who? This is a. This is, I don't want to say a can of worms, but this is a conversation that we could be on. on. Lauren's dab her face. She preached a good message. (laughs) Lauren preached a good message. She said, where's my water at? I am hot because I feel really passionate about this. You got your white sheet of Bynum on today. I'm passionate about my people. Somebody bring her some white sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. I agree. I'm passionate as well. This is actually part of my... Dude, this is literally and part of my profession. This is what I do for a living. To have these conversations. You know Let's we don't need your passport thrown in our face. He does. We don't need your passport thrown in our face. We don't need your air miles thrown in our face. You know how we just kind of threw out our opinions. And then as we as we went on, we got facts. facts. Right? And, I, and so I think it's important to like really okay, yeah. dig for facts and also to actually take, sleeping ste- on actually take a step back. Because when we were talking about it earlier, in my head, I was like, nah, if they was dancing around... That would be a whole other story. And then when she said that, I was like, they was chucking and jiving. Right. So I think it's important to really consider the facts about. We really don't have a ton of time to really dive into what Lauren said. 
Um, because Why Lauren, just but one of the things, because it's like, one of the things <laughs> is, is like, one of the things that you talked about with the diversity thing is like, I, that very same scenario, I helped coach the school district on how to execute that. So I, I do. Again, we don't need your passport thrown in our face. Clarence, this I'm not throwing, I'm just, I'm just being legit. Like if we were talking about vocal studio sessions, I would okay. expect you to be Hello. pretty vocal Excuse about it because Hello. that's your area of expertise. Because your passport is, is stamped. If we're going to talk okay. about football, I'm expecting Jalen to resound. Okay. I'm here. So, <laughs> but we don't have a lot of time to really dive into this. But the, the, the hard part about this, and like I said, and I think this might be a good capstone because we do got to get up out of here. Okay. Yeah, I think talk offline. it's yeah, important for us to acknowledge that everyone has different perspectives and they are just as valid. I also awesome. think that oh. we need to look at the idea of race and how it relates to our culture as the ocean. And just go with me here for a quick what? second. Go with me I'm, here for I'm a listening. quick second. I'm listening. And the reason why I say that is because there are different levels to the Bury ocean. Me in the ocean with my ancestors. On the listen, on the t- on the top level, you got certain type of fish that live there and certain type of plants that grow. There's a level underneath. Are you that. calling us shrimp? No, just listen. Jesus, t- 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 calm him down. Calm down. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is there di- there's different levels to it, and there's different realities on each of those levels. You gotta put that mic Okay, so there, there's different realities to each of those levels. Different creatures live at different parts and have a different experience. So while we're all in the water and we're all wet, okay, pause, but we're all there. We're living different realities because we have different revelations and different. Some of us depths. have never reached the top. Oh, deep calls up to deep. But here's another okay. thing too. Kidding. Do you know you can literally? You can literally die by going too deep into the ocean because the weight from the water will break your bones if you're not wearing the proper stuff. Oh, yes. And so with these conversations, we can cause harm if we go too deep if people aren't prepared for it. Oh, my God. So there's a lot of groundwork that has to be made before we can go super deep into (laughs) diversity, celebration, and racism and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Because what Lauren said is right. Right. But if somebody who's still on the service and don't understand it... Me and Lauren, they can't catch it. So, my God, I think that this is a beautiful conversation. I can't wait to have it again. I think it might be nice to have our next YNR live situation be a conversation about race and culture and then invite some community people to be a part. I would love for JP Dorsey, who was on here just a second ago, to be a part of this conversation. I would love to reach out to Julian Newman, um, who tunes in from time to time, to be a part of this conversation. Um, I think it's great. That we all share our perspective, but we have to realize that all of us are on different levels, and that's okay. I can't wait till we tie the spiritual perspective in. And I can't wait either. And the spiritual thing. I cannot wait. I think, and what I was saying before with that, I asked the kids at my church, I said, are you black or Christian first? Which one is first? Are you black first or are you Christian first? And we got a lot of people. What are you first, Evan? You are not a Christian first. Do not say that. I would have to say that my perspective on everything in my life has a lens and a filter of what it means to be a Christian. No, 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 no. You're born a sinner. Ow! Ow! Glory to God. You're born into sin. When you go... Okay. Like when you day in, day out. We're all born into sin. Jesus saves us. Okay. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> what I'm saying is the way <laughs> the way you think like the thighs, the thighs, the thighs, the thighs, the thighs. yes 
The way I base <laughs> oh, the way I base the Like, do you be like, oh, I'm a when you uh? <laughs> the mic is crooked. <laughs> when I like, look give an at example. stuff. Give an example. Okay, so for oh. instance, when I look at you know oh, stuff that God. happens racially, like this Western situation, oh. I need to look at it from a Christian lens right. as opposed to just a black that, male. That changes like w- whether you get offended. That changes correct. so much. Correct. Correct. I agree. Yes. I definitely agree. I think that's what happened in this situation. I agree correct. in terms of whether it makes like if you get offended or not. But I there is a, there's a sense oh, of like. Responsibility, not to say that you, man. Sure. We, we we definitely will continue this conversation because I have my view and I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. But like for some, irresponsibility as a black person first would be like, I'm about to protest this. I'm getting up and I'm stopping. But are they stop. less of a Christian if they do that? Um, is that is that the order that we should be doing that in? I Ooh, think she, she she emailed. She went to the source. But how do you know they didn't email before they protest? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? No, she you, in the middle of the in the middle of the thing. Getting up and causing disorder and disruption? Like, you talking about in the middle of the concert. concert? Okay, so there's two. Di- I when you said protest, I've thought of like no, a no, planned no, no, protest. Talking about like I'm getting up. You talking I'm, about this girl at the concert, for example, if she no, were to right. get up? That's some for, for a person that's speaking from a, that's approaching that from a black only perspective. That's probably more of a route they might go for an example. Mm, yeah. But as a Christian, you might think, okay, let me think about Correct. how I can go about this in order. Okay, I'm gonna email. This is good, y'all. So, so, this is so good. I think that's an important question, and I, I and I'm and I'm glad that I'm having that question with our high school and middle schoolers early because identity is huge and it's super important. So we need to know: Are we black first? Are we Christian first? How we should look? Maybe we'll talk about that. I know next week we're supposed to record a video, but maybe we'll switch our order and do this since that's what the people want. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening and you have been watching Young and Righteous so Radio. That's a radio show that sheds. Like guys like on relevant topics yeah. from the younger generation, the millennial uh, yeah. perspective. Thank you guys yeah. so much for tuning in. Subscribe to our podcast. Um, our subscribe YouTube to our channel. YouTube channel. Check us out. It's your boy Evan oh Terrence. God. I'm CXD. VJMC. I'm Laura Melissa. I'm Leia. Leia, it's okay. We gonna unpack it all <laughs> eventually. Say that. Thank no, you, you for tuning in, you all. We love you. Stay young, but most of all, gang, gang. stay righteous. Stay righteous. <laughs> stay righteous.